This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to another bonus episode of Green and White brought to you by Argyle Life. Lewis Gibson arrives at Argyle on the back of an excellent season with Bristol Rovers, while Lewis Warrington has signed on a season-long loan from Everton. I've jumped on with Paul of the All Everton Aren't We podcast to discuss both. Welcome, Paul. All right, Adam. You're okay, mate? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Looking forward to the new season. Well, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we were just discussing off air that you're a you're a keen watcher of Everton youth, aren't you? Yeah, so I think um as we were discussing earlier, mate, I think with a club like Everton, you know, we've got quite a history of bringing kids through, but it's just unfortunate the last couple of seasons or maybe even a little bit longer because of the uh, the troubles we've had at the wrong end of the table. Probably hasn't been the best of times to bring the more youth players in or giving them the opportunity to blood other than the, the League Cup and, and maybe the FA Cup. So, um, yeah, we, we've always been keen on our youth, especially local lads. Probably like yourselves, you know what I mean? It's, it's great to see a local lad come through and break into the first team and, and stay there and become a bit of a hero. So, yeah, we love that at Everton. We just needed a little bit more, I think. Yeah, so obviously we'll start with one that, that most probably won't get through to the first team now because obviously he's left with uh, Lewis Gibson as he came in first. Yeah. Uh, it's not really a question, this first one, but if, if you could just give us a brief run-through of Lewis Gibson and what we can expect from him during his time with us. Yeah, 100%. So fingers with Lewis Gibson. He was a really hot prospect. He was, he was part of the England under-17 World Cup winning team. Um and Everton bought him for six million at seventeen, um, or a deal worth six million quid. So he he was a real hot prospect. I think we beat off quite a, a few other like so called bigger teams, Tottenham. Uh, I think City were in for him as well. So and and Newcastle at the time, but not the club they are now. So uh, he did choose to come to Everton. Um, left side of central defender. Um, he's done a little bit of growing as well. I think you're getting a much stronger. He's he's quite quick off the mark. Struggled a little bit with injuries, um, but to be fair, he was playing more for Everton's under twenty three team, um, so he he was blooded more into like the the, the man's game, so to speak. Um, got a few knocks, he had a couple of injuries, but you can expect a really solid player. Um, 
as I say, he's, he's quick off the mark, got a really good left foot on him. Um, he was a bit of a leader, if I'm honest. And he was part of Everton's under-23 team that won the Premier League 2 and the Premier League 2 Cup as well. So he's come with a good pedigree. In the second half of that particular season, um, which was 2018-19, if I'm not mistaken, um, the second part of the, the season he played every game. So he, he was only 17, still 18. So you're getting a very, very good player, to be fair, for free. And to give to the lad's character, Everton did offer him a new deal. So, you know, Everton didn't want him to leave. Um, he was offered a two-year contract. He turned that down. He wants to play regularly. Um, played really well at Bristol Rovers last season, 31 appearances. He averaged about 80 minutes on the pitch, which I think that's the most he's managed. So, you know, he's, he's, he's matured. I think you're getting a really good player. And as I say, Everton didn't want to lose him. He wanted to sign him up again. Um, and it shows his character that he's looking to play, mate. So I think you're getting a, a really good lad there. You really are. We, we've broken our record transfer uh, this this window, but then we've equalised it, and that's only a million. So the fact that we're getting a potentially £6 million defender for free is um, very good business. 100%. Not, not so much for yourselves, but brilliant for us. Obviously, he's completed loan spells at Fleetwood, Reading, Sheffield Wednesday and Rovers. You, you say there about him beefing up and getting a bit stronger. Like, How else has he developed during his time at those clubs? Yeah, I think as well, what I would add in is he did struggle with a few injuries, Aaron. So if we look at the, the first part of the 2018-19 season, mate, he, he had a dislocated knee. So he did struggle there, mate. And coming into his loan at Fleetwood, he signed for Fleetwood in January 2020. He made nine appearances. A little bit, I think, repercussions of that injury as well. So he, he suffered a couple of ankle injuries. Um, he went to Redden. Um, so it, that was kind of a little bit hit and miss as well, mate. So I think this is where I'm, I'm bedding in with the sort of, you know, because he probably played a lot of games when he was 17. I think he has suffered a little bit with his injuries there, but I think he's got them out the way now. So... You're getting a more matured player. His reading of the games a lot better. And from speaking to, to people that I do know who, who, who basically have, have follow Everton, even in the youth setup more than me, um, you know, he, he has grown. So I think he's six foot one now. He hasn't lost any of his pace. As I say, he's reading of the game. He's a leader, uh, likes to tackle, likes to get stuck in. Um and he doesn't shy away from the big games as well, mate. As I say, moving to Everton in 2017, going straight into the under-23s, the measure of his character, Aaron. So you're getting a player there, mate, who you'll be able to rely on now. Um, bit of a leader and, and for your younger players and for a player that we're, we're going to move on to as well uh, in, in Lewis Warrington. So it's really good for him to have another player there like that. So, yeah, I think, I think overall you're getting real potential. And as I say, we did outlay six million. Uh, as, as a total deal for, for Lewis Gibson. He was touted as the next big centre-half. So I think you're getting a player now who's got the bit between his teeth and he's going to want to show you know, that he, he can become that Premier League player. And probably prime for yourselves, you're going to see some you know really good games out of him. So um, I'm a little bit jealous of him, honestly, a little bit envious. Um, as I say, he's got all the talent in the world. Um, I say big and strong, quick, and a great left foot. And that, that's lovely to see as well. And that's the left footed player. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I think he's done well here, mate. I really do. Yeah, it all, it all sounds really positive. It's almost like too positive, really. Um, 
you you say that obviously he's got a bit of a, a bit of a history of injuries, but hopefully that's behind him. Um, how how close was he to actually ever breaking into the first team? Yeah, that's a difficult one, that Adam, because I think when you look at a club, especially like Everton, I mean, I must admit, and you, you, if any of your listeners listen to to our podcast, which is the Everton Aren't We podcast, if you look at the loan system, we probably haven't been too clever in terms of that loan system. So maybe starting somebody in League Two, moving them to League One, into Championship, and, and really getting that, the best out of them. But I think with Lewis at Gibson, the problem because he, he had those sort of like prolonged injuries, sort of while he was he's probably maturing as a player, it never really felt like he was going to break into the first team at that point, if that makes sense, because mm. he didn't get that full season behind him. And the one season he's got the full season behind him, Aaron, is when Everton wanted to keep him. And he probably would have got a look in. And we've lost him. So, um, do, you know, can you, do you know what I mean, mate? So this was probably the season where we might have saw Lewis Gibson come in. He's got 31 games behind him. And as I say, he was averaging 81 minutes on the pitch, which is probably the most in his career. Certainly, you know, while he was under Everton playing on loan. So, yeah, I think um, it's really disappointing from that aspect. And, and But it's really good for you guys. So in terms of breaking into the Everton team, it's hard because I think that would have been the season this season because he's got that pretty much a full season behind him, mate, and, and was really impressive. Yeah, so obviously you say about him potentially getting a... He would have got some t- game time this season at Everton. Do you, so you have no problem with him stepping up to the Championship this season? Absolutely not, mate. Absolutely not. And I think the same's for you know a kid we've got there that we... We sort of we've brought through in, in terms of Jared Branthwaite. It's very, very similar. Um, he's got a full season behind him. Okay, it was at PSV Eindhoven, but but I'd say Gibson's in that same bracket. He's, his pedigree through the England youth systems, um, coming in at Everton, didn't play for the youth team, stayed in at the under-23s. Yeah, I, I I think he's primed for the championship, mate. He's more than capable. So I think I think you've got a real player there, mate, and you're gonna see. The better days of him now, um, even to progressing into that Premier League level player, because all the potential in the world was there for Everton's about like six million. Um, and like, okay, that was pretty much when we come into money at that time, but um, no, the, the pedigree's there, Aaron. And um, I think uh, you're really lucky that you're going to see you're going to see a, a much better player, um, much more mature. Um, he's got those games behind him now as well, so. Yeah, I think he's, he's a quid him with this one. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, you touch on Jared Brantford there. I think we were rumoured to be uh, looking at him as well early on in the in the summer. But I don't know if that was more just Twitter rumour. But obviously, if you know, you're know you saying Lewis Gibson's in the same ballpark as that. I don't, I don't really want to finish on a negative, but if there are weaker areas to his game, where would you say that he needs to kick on and improve? To be honest with you, Aaron, if I was going to pick out anything that was the weakness, I'd say it was probably when he was having his injuries, which was quite a succession of injuries, but he's shaking them off now. Um, obviously, he's he, he's grown, he's bigger, he's, he's, he's now in the man's game, so to speak, do you know what I mean? So, in terms of weakness, I would say it was just getting those games behind him, and he's got that now, mate, so... I know it sounds cheesy in terms of oh, he hasn't got any weaknesses. Obviously, players have got weaknesses and, and probably the step up in his game has helped them now. So, 
getting that full season behind him. Um, you know, and, and I must say, he's, he's a more mature player than you can give him credit for. So we wanted to keep him, and that's that's the biggest compliment I can give you. You know, he, he would have. I think he would have come into Everton's first team this season. He would have definitely played games. So I'm going to stick my neck on the line here, mate, and say that there's no obvious weakness apart from a bit of a sketchy injury record, which hopefully he's over now. So... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it on that, mate. I'm gonna keep it positive. I'm not gonna give you any negative. I think I think he's a cracking player, and um, it's gonna be lovely. I, I, it'd be lovely to watch him from afar and, and see him progressing. That that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, let's let's finish that on a positive, and hopefully, um, you know, give it a couple of seasons where um, he's playing against you at, at Goodison up up in the Premier League anyway. <laughs> if we can, hundred percent. If we can dream, but um, let, let's move on to um. Warrington. Basically, I've written the same questions. 20-year-old midfielder Lewis Warrington's joined Argon on a season-long loan, obviously from Everton. Uh, so, same again. Can you just give us a run-through of all things Warrington and, and what you expect from him and what we can expect from him? Absolutely, mate. So, he's been with Everton since he was six, Lewis Warrington. So, he's come right through the, the youth system. He's probably more what I'd call like a, a bit of a neat and tidy midfield player. So, He's a big lad. He's a bit deceiving, Lewis Warrington. So he's six foot. He he looks quite like that stocky type build as well, Lewis. So um, he's certainly a strong kid. Come right through the Everton youth system. Um, he's had a couple of loans now. I can give you a lot in terms of he went to Tranmere Rovers during two thousand twenty-two from in the January transfer window. So when Everton don't play, and if Tranmere at home, I'll pop over to Tranmere. I've actually got. I've watched him quite a lot for Tammy. He, 17 appearances. I've probably had about eight or nine of them. And um, he was brilliant, mate. And he, he was a real favourite for Tammy as well. Really good on the ball. Very, very good control. Got an eye for a pass. Not saying he's prolific in the goal scoring. He, he, he did knock a goal in. But it's more it, his all-round game. He will, you know, he'll start sort of um, some sort of counter-attack and moves. Likes to get stuck in as well. He'll put his foot in. He's not scared. He, he, he's sort of, uh, he's a strong lad. So that's when I really seen him mature at Tramia. So that was his first loan. Went on to Fleetwood Town uh, last season. 38 appearances. And again, really neat and tidy. Um, strong lad. I think he was one of their key players, to be fair, as well, Adam. So the, the natural progression for Lewis now is 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 with yourselves. And, and hopefully you'll, you'll see the even better than him now. He's more than ready for the championship. He's a really nice player to watch. You always feel when he's on the ball, he doesn't really lose it. He doesn't really misplace a pass either. He's right-footed. And I say, he's about six-foot-ish, maybe a little bit under. So he's a, he's a strong lad. And he's got that little bit of a... Uh, I'd, I'd like to say he's more scouse. He, he was born over in the Whittle, but uh, he's been with Everton for years now. So he, he's a scouser, mate. So, um, yeah, I think you've got another good kid there. We... Managed to extend him, to be fair, Adam. So we, we put an extension on his deal. So uh, you're not having him for nothing yet, mate. Um, but yeah, he's he's a good kid, honestly. Um, and I really like him. And, and to be honest with you, we were kind of hoping he might have broke through into Everton's first team this season. So in terms of can he come into the Premier League? Yeah, I think he could have come into the Premier League. I, I wouldn't say he would be a 100% a regular for Everton, but it would have been nice to have seen him blooded in. So yeah, I think... You got another good, good, solid player there who's ready for the step up. Yeah, there, there must be something about him, right? If he he joined Tranmere at the January last year and he, he's jumped three leagues in that time, you know, a, a club at each one. So 
there, there must be something about him that you know is is raw and ready to be released over several games in the championship. So I'm, I'm I've tipped him to be our young player of the season already with, without him even seeing him play. So yeah, it's a good shout. Yeah, he's a good kid, honestly, mate. He, you know what? You'll see. He's got that little bit about him. You, you'll see when his first touch is really good. He's calm on the ball. And as I say, he's got an eye for a pass. And, and, you know, he likes to be involved, mate. So he won't shy away. You know, he'll get stuck in as well. And I like that at Samia because I watched him getting barged off the ball. And, you know, he was getting up for some real hard challenges. And, you know, I was really watching him closely. And he'd get up, shake himself down, and he'd go again. And he just shone. The games I've seen from him in Samia live, mate, he, he, he shone in those games. Um, he was head and shoulders above. So he, he was ready for that progression and he's just progressed again. 38 appearances for, for Fleetwood Town. Um, again, he's he's passed that test and he, he's ready for, for the championship. Mate. And again, you, you've got a really, really good player there. He's a cracking lad. It all sounds far too positive. So I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited for this season. Uh, let's, again, I don't really want to end it on a negative, but... You know, you, you, you've listed so many positives there. What what are his weaker aspects of his game and what, what does he need to work on whilst he's with us? Just want him to shoot more. I don't, it, do you know what means it? I can't really comment on it in terms of his goal scoring because it hasn't really been there, which probably tells you a lot about his game. But because of the technical attributes I think he's got and his passing and, and his, you know, certainly some long-range passing as well, why not, why not shoot a bit more? So maybe your manager now, Obviously, being ex Everton as well, maybe he can bring that out of his game, Aaron. Do you know what I mean? So let's see you move a bit further, further afield. He, he's not a holding midfielder. I don't think he's a holding midfielder in my uh, my professional <laughs> opinion. He's um, he's got something else about him. So if you if you if he gets pushed forward a little bit more, why why couldn't he not you know score a few more goals, mate? So I'd say that's probably his negative. Just to unleash him, let him have a go, push him further forward, and. And see what happens. Um, so yeah, his goals is a negative. Um, I'm probably a little bit on the assists, but there's a lot in his locker that he could, you know, we could improve on that. That's I don't see that as an issue. Um, so we could chip in with a few goals for you as well if if he's allowed to. So yeah, I'd like to see that, and it'd be lovely to see him, you know, score a few winners for you, mate. So good kid. And I say that's that's probably the only negative I'll throw on it is he doesn't score enough. But is that because of the way he's been played? Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see if, if if your manager pushes him a little bit further forward. If Schumacher wants to do that, then yeah, he could add you know something else to his game there, mate. So we'll be watching with a uh, with interest on that one. Whilst whilst we've got you, Paul, um, obviously we we have a bit of a um, let's say a bit of a blue heart at home park at the moment with uh, Neil Dewsnip, uh, Stephen Schumacher, and and Mark Hughes, all former. Uh, Everton employees at one one time or another. Do you think there's any uh, route for Schumacher to become Everton's number one in the future, or is that not something that's really talked about in the in your fan base? No, I think his name has been mentioned. To be fair, and I think when we were sort of it was coming to the end of Frank Lampard's tenure, because um, it went really sour fast, and and to be fair, he got some he got fantastic support Lampard, and I'll be honest with you. Towards the end, yeah, okay, there was questions, but we were never really, you know, sort of looking for him to be sacked and, and things like that. We really were rooting for him to do well, but I think because of the the instability that the club's been under for the last two, three seasons, now is probably not the time to look at 
a, a progressive manager like like Schumacher, and he's, he's made a name in the game. He, he really is, and and he was a real hot prospect as well back in the youth setup at Everton. So it doesn't surprise me that he's progressed. Yeah, probably the timing of, of of the way Everton is as a club at the moment is um probably not. It wouldn't be the best move for Schumacher, even though we're a Premier League team. The club and and sort of the flaws in the club and the way it's been run at the moment, and you know there's, there has been fan protest against the board. So I wouldn't have wanted to see a, a manager like that come in and get caught up in that, if that makes sense, Adam. Um, whereas a Sean Dyche, you know, you know what you're getting with Sean Dyche and sort of he can handle that type of thing, and he's straight. I think he's straight with the players and, and quite frank. So he's probably the type of manager we need, even though. Even I'll admit myself at the time, I thinking, oh, I don't think I want a manager like that now. But for the way the club is at the moment, um, yeah, Sean Dyche is ideal and a manager like that is, is ideal for Everton. But I wouldn't rule it out in the future if, if Everton get their act together. Um, looks like a, a part of the club, it, well, quite a lot of shares are, are about to be um, sold as well within Everton. And we've got a new stadium on the horizon. Um, so things could change and that could pave the way for a, a young manager like like Schumacher to come through, mate. So, um, yeah, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But um, I, I I'd rather see him do well for you at the moment than come into a, a crazy situation like Everton at the moment. <laughs> Adam, so, and believe me, the club is mad at the moment. It really is. It's, it's not good times. But I'll just give you a little thing on Neil Dewsnip as well. Um, way back when I was in a in senior school, he was our sort of head of football in our in our school and a certain Stephen Gerrard was brought through by uh, Neil Dewsnip. He had a real pedigree uh, in youth football as well. So on Merseyside and, and there's a lot of years at Edmonton, but he was actually in, in, in my senior school and brought Stephen Gerrard through. So you've really have you, you I think you should have chosen well in, in your setup here, mate, to be fair. We seem to have uh, cherry picked just the best of uh, Merseyside as well. So you pick up <laughs> We've got Andrew Parkinson from the red side as well. So, uh, yeah, okay. we're, we're doing we're doing something right. So, yeah, it's all going really well. And and as I was saying off air, I hope that we uh, we manage one trip to uh, one more trip to Goodison Park before you leave. So, hopefully, that's yeah. a, that's an FA Cup tie that's uh, drawn either this year or next year. So, oh, fingers crossed. No, I appreciate that, Paul. But before you go, where can people find your content? Um, so with the Evan Aren't We podcast, predominantly through Twitter, um, as I say, you'll find us coming through Twitter, through Spotify. I think we're going to be launching a website and things like that. So I must admit, I'm, I'm kind of a late coming to the Evan Aren't We podcast. So the group of lads that you're here on there that sort of more established than myself, but it's a really, really good podcast. So even if any of you Argyle fans want to jump on and have a little listen, that'd be brilliant. You know, and if you want to give us some updates yourselves, maybe jump on and give us a few updates on these ex-Evan players. Sounds good. Count us in. Nice one, Adam. I appreciate that, Paul. Thanks for your time. And good luck for the rest of the season. Yeah, good luck to yourselves, mate. And as I say, you've got two good players there. So I'd love to see you do well and obviously with your manager as well. So all the best, mate. With that brings a close to another Green and White pod brought to you by Argyle Life. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, like on Facebook and keep up to date with all things Argyle by checking out www.argyle.life. As always, with all listens, old and new, we really appreciate if you could leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you found us. Every rating helps us beat that algorithm. See you next week.
away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.